So I'm not really sure how to start this other than to say, hi. <laughs> Are you okay? Last night, I was very much not okay. The weather here has been awful. I 40 days and 40 nights of rain. It's warm out, but it's just the rain won't let up. And of course, last night, for those of you who are here in the Cincinnati area, just as we had gotten the kids into bed and we're ready to hit that sweet, sweet time of like watching my 600 pound life <laughs> before we pass out and fall asleep, here go the tornado sirens. And so we got to gather everybody up, get them into the basement. Luckily, it wasn't that long, but it was just like icing on the cake after a very, very long day. I feel like this week is just, what day is it, right? So I needed some space and some time to recharge because all of my introverts out there know that we love being at home, but it's that constant human interaction that is draining. And it's been a while since I have been shut in a house trying to entertain three other people. So I just needed a minute last night to like not be touched and to not fulfill any requests. Um, and so while I did that, I took to Instagram like I do sometimes and decided to ask the hive mind there for help because I feel like I am failing my kids when it comes to keeping them engaged outside of devices and Monday was really great, but by Tuesday I had client work to do. For those of you who don't know, I am a freelance graphic designer by day. And so I had I have this deadline to meet and I'm feeling really super lucky that I have clients that are still, you know, business as usual and I I have that ability to huh, make a paycheck. Um which means that all of my attention needed to be turned to that and not necessarily stimulating my kids brains and I was feeling really guilty and really bad about it last night so I was just asking you know what other moms were doing and the the level of thoughtfulness and the responses that I received were so uh what do I want to say reassuring um I had teachers <laughs> reaching out to assure me that if you are not homeschooling them eight hours a day and teaching them something new, we, we are not messing them up. They're not going to repeat whatever grade they are in. Uh, so I wanted to share these responses with you because they were super helpful for me and helped me to reframe my perspective on these next weeks. So without further ado, here we go. Okay. So I received a message from Hillary C and she said, dude, please cut yourself some slack. It's anarchy over here. Hours of video games, Beastie trying to teach himself how to pick locks, the rain is making everything worse, I can't even throw them outside, and I have our old couch still sitting in the entryway waiting for trash day. The boys have been jumping on it from the stairs, we're lucky we've not had any broken bones yet. This next message is from Leah Kay, she said, it is a huge adjustment, Give yourself a little bit of a break and know that the kids will be fine. You won't fuck them up. A friend who homeschools posted a tip today that we are their mom first and we have to be their mom before we are their teacher. 
I think that means that we all have the go-ahead to throw all the pressure out the window and just be. Of course, as adults, the world still demands things from us like deadlines, which I am struggling to even care about at the moment. But for kids, I am in the boat of just trying to keep their life as quote-unquote normal as possible through this. The school stuff will all shake out in the long run. You're doing a great job. Sincerely, another mom just trying to do their best while trying not to freak out about the world. Amen. (laughs) This next message comes not from a mom, but from someone who is a friend that feels like family, Miss Amanda. And uh, she says, they're fine. Trust me, I have a teaching degree. This is an amazing time to let their creativity come out. There is still so much learning to occur there. Cater to their interests or creative sides. Let them explore those. Sneak the learning in with those things. Order books off Amazon for them to read. When ordering, have them do the math of adding the cost and tax up. Have Quinn record gymnastics tutorials. Work on public speaking and writing instructions. Bennett, write a book, brother, and then get it published. Lennox, FaceTime me and let's read a book together. You got this. The next message comes from Amber F. Amber writes, girl, I feel you. I'm with you. I have cried every single day since all of this craziness started. It is so much. I'm sending you virtual hugs and fist bumps. Right back at you. My kids are most productive in the morning, so we basically do schoolwork from 9-ish to 11-ish, and by schoolwork, I mean worksheets or workbooks. Then we do a virtual something together, the zoo videos, games they can play together on the computer, etc. They like Go Noodle and Just Dance on YouTube for moving their bodies. But then it's lunch and school is over. I make them do a 10-minute meditation after lunch because they are fucking nut jobs after they eat. It's insane. They aren't totally quiet, but they lay there mostly good. All that said, fuck it. Fighting them is not worth it. They will not be effed up. My kids have basically been on their Kindles since 2 p.m. today. Oh, and they're still awake doing so because they're all scared of the possible storms. Can't we fucking quarantine in peace? Hang in there, girl. I'm crying with you. I know where you are because I'm there too. This next message comes from Shannon D. Shannon said, as a teacher, you're not messing them up by not doing school. Are we all heaving a collective sigh of relief? That's my commentary here, not Shannon. I know I did. (laughs) If you're looking at it from a teacher slash mom perspective, it is so hard to do anything like this with your kids. What I'm doing with my girls is chunking it, but with lots of breaks. I have a third grader and a kindergartner. Our reading time is physical books or magazines because I find that whether home or classroom, technology early sets a difficult mood. Our quote-unquote school is stuff the school sent home, some worksheets, and tech work. Music is different so far each day. One of my girls plays violin, so we're working in her practice there. Other days, it's blasting music, singing, and dancing. As an Enneagram 6, my anxiety is sky high, and honestly, they've picked up on it. I just find the routine I just find the routine helps us normalize this a little. 
But if not, you're doing the best you can do with a really scary, stressful situation. My goal is for us to just not cry at the end of the day and to still like each other. And then she showed me a little schedule here. So if this helps, she has nine o'clock listed as reading, 10 o'clock listed as school slash break, 11 o'clock is PE, 12 o'clock lunch and a break, one o'clock music and a break, and two o'clock is school and reading. She said today we did yoga for PE and that was fun. And guys, that's really all we can do is just try for the best. I received this message from Julieta and she said, it's okay to reconnect with spirit, strive for peace and not perfection. Even if your peace comes from things being seemingly perfect, they never are. And that's beauty. So it's all good. Sending you good vibes. Love you. She also shared this poem with me and I'm going to share it with you because it made me cry, (laughs) but it also was encouraging because this speaks to me. I am a busybody. With this open time, you do not have to write the next best-selling novel. You do not have to get in the best shape of your life. You do not have to start that podcast. What you can do instead is observe this pause as an opportunity. The same systems we see crumbling in society are being called to crumble in each of us individually. The systems that taught us we are machines that live to produce and we are disposable if we are not doing so. The systems that taught us monetary gain takes priority over humanity. The systems that create our insecurities then capitalize off them. What if we became curious with this free time and had no agenda other than to experience being? What if you created art for the sake of creating? What if you allowed yourself to rest and cry and laugh and play and get curious about whatever arises in you? What if our true purpose is in this space? And if Mother Earth is saying, we can no longer carry on this way, the time is now, I am reminding you who you are, will you remember? And this was written by Emma Zek. Wow. And I have one more here from my very wise and very funny friend, Liz. And Liz says this, I have a college freshman and high school freshman at home. Both will transition to online work at the end of next week. I know it's different, although A's quote-unquote learning costs many dollars, but no, I am not trying to keep normal life going during a -a once-in-a-lifetime event. Normal, old life doesn't exist right now, and it's not going to pick up like we hit pause. Things will have to ramp back up once this is over, so we don't have to maintain perfect economic production times while we wait this out. This is a huge lesson in humanity. She capitalized huge and humanity. This is a huge lesson in humanity, not econ. That's why it's so hard. We're so divorced from humanity and econ-minded, we don't know how to function in the body. I'm not doing well every day, all the time either. That's normal. 
Since my master's program is online, there's not any leeway given. Full steam ahead. Like, nothing is going on. I mean, no. Just no. I'm not participating in that part of the culture. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but no one's allowed to come over and correct me, so... So first off, thank you. And I've already thanked all of you individually, but thank you to all of you kind souls who took a minute and commiserated and truly helped me to shift my perspective. So this morning, I got up. I made a really nice breakfast for my kids because I have the time. (laughs) I busted out the good bacon. Um, They each got something different because, again, I have the time. And then I just let them do what they wanted to do. No schedule. Quinn was talking to my niece, who will be two this summer. And I said, why don't you read to her? Do you see that? I was like sneaking in reading time while she was also having fun with her little cousin on FaceTime. And now they're playing outside because the rain let up. I got edits done on my work and we're just gonna enjoy this Friday and do the best that we can and go from there so if you're struggling it's okay it's okay to cry it's okay to be angry or frustrated or you know feel your feelings right (laughs) what else are you going to do it's okay to be frustrated with your current situation um, because it's what you're going through. We're all in the same boat together. So if there's anything that I can do to help you in the meantime, please reach out to me through Instagram. Please email me. You guys have that. I beat you over the head with it every time I record an episode. Oh, and the one thing that I keep, I've been trying to keep a, um, a gratitude journal because it helps my anxiety. So I pick that back up again. And the one thing that I have to keep reminding myself like I do when anything gets hard is that this will end. It will end. At some point, it will be over. And that's really the one thing I'm hanging my hope on is that I get this time with my kids I may not ever get time like this again with them, especially now that they're older. So I'm just going to try to do the best that I can with what I have in the time that I have. And that's it. So I'm thankful for you guys. And that's that. I'll be back on Monday with a new full episode We talk about working on a weed farm. We talk about lots of cool stuff. So you probably want to check that one out. All right. I'm going to get off here because my kids want to go for a walk. I'll see you guys. Bye.